This is Jim's Take. Welcome to Jim's Take, the whole new podcast. That's just like the old podcast, but it's a new podcast. Episode 122. We've we've rebranded. Thanks to the PR team for for doing all their good work. Um, the world is changing. We all know this, and so why not change along with it? So it's the same beautiful bellwether hub that was there. What's interesting is that nobody knows what a bellwether is. <laughs> so we're just going to change it to Jim's take. People know who I am. Jim's take. Good. Perfect. Settled. Um, episode 122. Desperate need for simplicity. We are back. And uh, the topic is relevant and I think needed. And it's a very, very hot topic among clients right now is this desperate, desperate need um, for simplicity. We've got chaos all around. Everybody just pines for this, this little simplicity of just, you know, whether it's what happened years ago, like, oh, it was a simpler time and we had less worries and we had less stress for a lot of different reasons. Um, most of all, because you were younger. Um, but it's an interesting thing to think about. I just went up uh, every year. I go away for a weekend to do stuff and um, like think, do stuff. Yeah, I think, I reflect. <laughs> uh, and this year I did Walden Pond. And if you're not familiar with Walden, Henry David Thoreau wrote, a book called Walden. He basically left society for two years, lived in a shack in the woods and say what you want about Thoreau. I mean, he kind of lived off of handouts and was a little kind of obnoxious, but, um, but he wrote this book Walden, which I love. Like there are really good nuggets in there in terms of why we do the things we do. It's almost this philosophical kind of, um, kind of book. Um, you know, what is money and why do we deal with money and why do we do the things that we do? And what about society? And, um, it just gets you thinking. And so some people love it. Some people hate it. Uh, I'm on the, the first part of it. Uh, and you go to Walden Pond. It's up in Concord, Massachusetts. And, I mean, they've embraced the whole Thoreau thing. You can buy, you know, you can buy so much crap that just says simplify. It's this ironic kind of um, thing. But you walk around. You see his little, like, hut where he lived or a model of it. And you can walk around the pond and people swimming in the pond. And it's cool. Um, and it got me just thinking about a lot of um, a lot of things. Simplicity was the big one that kept coming up because it's it was just so around me. And if you go to Concord, it's a cool little town. It's it's amazing the pocket of writing that came out of Concord. You've got Henry David Thoreau, who's buried right next to Ralph Waldo Emerson, who's buried right next to Louisa May Alcott, who's buried right next to Nathaniel Hawthorne. Like all of these people from this one, you know, pocketed area. And it's... Um, and the thing that struck me about it is, is I was walking around and you could see Louisa May Alcott's house and Ralph Waldo Emerson's house and you see the graveyards and all this stuff is two things. Um, and this is what took over my entire weekend. One is this desperate need for simplicity. How do we make like do we make things just too complicated and complex? And are we forced to do that? And how do we become more simple? But then this other one that kind of crept in on me is, you know, if you read Emerson, if you read Hawthorne, if you read Alcott, if you read... Um, Thoreau, they all cared about something. And granted, it was a different time. It was a time of independence and the country was forming and it was uh, maybe it had formed for a little bit. But then there was, you know, there was still a lot of, you know, change going on and, and the states weren't really the states. And it was, you know, they were and they weren't. But 
Um, Louisa May Alcott was very big into the women's rights and, um, you know, Emerson, of course, was Emerson. So, um, you know, I sat, you know, I, I grew up in New York in the Northeast and, and around here. And, you know, I, I've acquired this almost indifference to just about everything. And, you know, what do I care about? And when, when I when I think about what I care about, when, when I figured out what I cared about, suddenly things became more simple. Because when I when I dictate what it was that I care about, um, it forces me to ask why, right? So like the first question is, what do you care about? Well, I care about my kids, right? Okay, why? Uh, or what about your kids, right? Like everybody cares about their kids. What about them? Well, I want them, you know, I want them to be independent. I want them to be um, intelligent. I want them to be self-sustaining. I want them to be, you know, um, I want them to love themselves, like whatever it is. Uh, but all of a sudden, like those different answers, all right, so I want them to be independent. I care about that. Well, what am I doing to help my kids be independent? And if, if kids are one of my priorities, my wife is one of my priorities, my work is one of my priorities, um, but why? Right? And, and what is it? And, and by going through these kind of why questions, it allows you to simplify and say, you know what? Well, this is why I uh, won't help Isabel down off of the monkey bars because I want to say, and I tell her this, I want to see your face when, I, when you see that you can do it. Right. And she all of a sudden she's accomplishing different things and her face lights up and all this other kind of stuff. So this this desperate need for simplicity also impacts the way that we're we're just interacting on a a day to day basis, the way we prioritize things, the way we think about things. And um, when we think about complexity um, and why we're pining for simplicity, I mean, everybody can give you the reasons. It's, you know, the world is changing faster than we can adapt. That's been my line for probably five years now. we all have this fear of being left behind. We all have this fear of being socially rejected. Um, we have too many things to accomplish. Things are moving too fast. We have to do things fast. We have to do it well. Um, tech has made it easier to accomplish things at speed, but it doesn't necessarily make it good. And so what are we creating that we're proud of? Um, which, again, adds a layer of complexity to it. And uh, I think most of the people, I'm, I don't think, I know most of the people I'm speaking to are just begging for this just collective breath. Right. And, and we think that simplicity is the answer, but we don't know how to find simplicity. We want to just, you know, we want the weekend away, but we don't think we can take it. We've got the kids. We've got the family. We've got the work. We've got too many things going on. Um, like my family is booked into February. And right now it's the first week of December. This is like it's craziness. Um, and, and when we think like we could put these things into categories, right? Obviously, there's tech. Information overload. We're bombarded with. You know, we're bombarded. We say it's ads. We say it's marketing, but it's also the emails, the texts, the social media alerts, the phone dings, the the you know everything. It's it's all there, right? How many people are just if I get one more group freaking text and it's like ping ping ping, it's uh it's obnoxious, right? And it, it disrupts. Um, there is this addictive nature to your phones. There's um a social comparison that's in social media, right? We see this con- we're constantly exposed to everyone who has all the answers as quotation marks for those listening auditorially, if that's even <laughs> the audio files. Um, but it's all a bunch of BS and we know it's a bunch of BS, but still psychologically, we don't fully digest that it's a bunch of BS. Logically, we know it's BS. Emotionally, we're like, why the hell is this person um, living the dream, working two hours a week when it's just not true? We know it's not true, but we see it and we feel it. We're like, I want that. Um, and the irony with tech also is that it's simplified everything for us. It's done all the work for us. It's streamlined um, to make everything easier, but it adds a psychological pressure that we have to do more. 
because if all these things are going easy, so it's 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 kind of a double-edged sword there. And um, so that's tech, right? We know tech. We've got um, internal health priorities um, that are a struggle, that are complex, right? We've got the mental health, the stress of work, the stress of home, financial. Is the world going to collapse? Again, tie that to information overload and all of those other types of things. Um, time management and burnout is a major challenge for a lot of my clients. You know, how do I how do I just get organized and how do I simplify and all that? Um, and we look to simplification for, for an antidote to this. You know, I I was going through this whole thing. I want to be a monk, right? I just want to eat gruel every day and I want to just like be simple. I don't want, you know, any kind of nonsense. Um, and so there, there is this, this kind of health component to it. Um, externally with the news, um, war problems and and climate change and financial worries and you know name it there and then we've got our personal priorities uh we've got to keep up with the joneses we've got to join this and do that and drive this and and um at the same time we've got this desire for authenticity and purpose right because everybody around you um seems to have their purpose and they don't i'll tell you that right now nobody has their shit together everybody's talking about the exact same thing nobody 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 has their shit together um, and, and we feel like we have to be authentic. We're supposed to have these authentic pursuits. We're, we're supposed to have this purpose. We're supposed to be doing these things that have meaning. Um, and we don't ask why we don't ask why. And so all of these things, the, the, the health, the tech, the personal priorities, the, the pursuits, the keeping up with the Joneses, the external challenges, all of this gives us this this desire, this massive need for simplicity. And, and psychologically, we get tired, right? It's it's You've got the cognitive load of all this information, um, including your environment. My office is a shit show right now. It's ridiculous. Um, it's a good place to start, right? Where if you're surrounded by chaos, you feel chaotic. Um, and it impacts your, your ability, your cognitive load in terms of things that need to get done and how to how to accomplish things. There's decision fatigue. You're constantly making decisions. Do I want that? Do I do this? Um, and we have a limited amount of cognitive ability every day. And then you go to sleep and it kind of refreshes and, and you do all that. Um, and so what we really want when we're simplifying the aspects of life, and you've, you've heard me talk about this before, you know, in terms of purpose at work and, and all of these things is what we're really looking to be, what makes us uniquely human when we're thinking about AI and technology, all these things, let's pull it all together. Humans are creative. Humans are creative. And that's what we're all really looking at. What are you creating that you're proud of? And how do we simplify things in our lives to say, you know what, this is what my priority is. This is how I'm creating. This is how I could be proud of it. Like, what's that lens and filter you're putting your your simplicity challenge through? And when we release this cognitive load, the decision fatigue, we're kind of let these things go. It it opens up space to be creative. That's the reward that we get. Our reward, what we're all looking for is creative. It doesn't have to be art. It doesn't have to be writing. It can be creative in, in so many different ways, right? Just create something, create a decision or create... Um, do something, right? Just do something that's that's meaningful. And and it's like the old, I think it's a Ben Franklin quote, quote either write something worth reading or do something worth writing about. Like those are the two kind of <laughs> components that you're looking to go. And that's, I mean, that's incredibly simple, but that's what we're looking for is we're looking for some creativity and simplicity and, and all of these things. And so um, 
how do we do it? How do we do it? I mean, it, obviously, as always, it starts with you. It starts with the decisions that you're making and, and the, the dialogue going on inside your head and the thoughts you're having and um, all of those types of things. It, it, you could go minimalist. You know, it always starts with the environment. Clean your room, make your bed, clean your office, throw away your shit. That you don't like if you haven't touched it in a year, you just don't need it. Um, I mean, all of these are just kind of tactical things that you could do, but a lot of it is is psychological in terms of what can you let go of mentally, and that's difficult. It takes meditation, it takes um, reflection, it takes a long walk, it takes a long run, it takes something for you to get out of your rut. You know, you've got this record going around day after day after day. And your brain treats it the same way. Your brain's got these ruts. It's got routine. It's got all these things. How do you scratch that record and say, this is what's relevant. This is what's important. This is what really matters. And so if I could give you two questions, uh, one is, what do you really care about? And that's not an easy question to answer. I mean, it took me three days to answer the question as I was sitting there and I'd cross out pages. and Like the easy answer is my kids, my family and all that. But why? Why are these the things you care about? And use that as a platform to start to to embrace some kind of simplicity and collective breath and a a need to prioritize. And um, when you realize that there's a lot of things in your life that's not on that priority list, on the things that you care about, it's much easier to shed it and just say, let it go. It's like the old Warren Buffett thing. Make your list of 10 things you got to do. Cross out the bottom seven. It's just not going to get done. And just let it go. Um, And be okay with it, right? Delete the emails there's an email in your inbox from like over six months or over one month, you're not responding to it. Just delete it and simplify. And so I hope this was helpful. Happy. I'm back. I'm back to doing the podcast. Jim's take. Thank you for tuning in. Simplify, simplify, simplify. Uh, More to come next week. I look forward to talking to everybody soon. Thanks.